0: Hello and welcome to Tofob. I'm Charlie Clawson I'm Will Anderson and I'm excited That was the dulcet tones John Deeks How good is that? John Deeksy Deeks Ask and you shall receive Or as it says on his uh,
1: Wikipedia page uh, Celebrity listener of Tofob, John Deeksy Deeks
0: (laughs) Do you think he updated that himself?
1: (laughs) I don't think so Seeing that the first couple of times he sent me That uh, little warning that he's done for you He uh, called it Tofob. So I'm not sure he's that big a fan of the show. Did he really? I seriously have like nine versions of that. Because uh, he, he did one where it was Toe Fob. I didn't know that. And then his kids or whatever had given him some like tips on like some other things that he could put in. Like I think the, the prison sex reference and the, the time travel. I, th- I don't think they were on the first version when he called it Toe Fob. Right. And it was close enough. You know what the thing was? That Toe fob and Toe Fob sound pretty similar. Yeah, And when he's doing that deep voice, you probably wouldn't even be able to tell if it was one or the other. So it wasn't like I was going to get back to this guy that I have never met who we've talked about on our last podcast who's gone out of his own way to record us these intros and an outro, stay tuned, (laughs) 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 for our show that I would write back to him. He's done it unsolicited. Like he's just heard it on the podcast and done it. I didn't contact him or anything. I thought it would be unfair of me, Charlie, to give him notes, to send back an email and say, uh, dear Dixie, I know we've never met. Thanks very much for spending all your time doing this intro for our show.
0: It's hilarious. Mm. But the fucking show is called Toe Fop, not Toe Fop. I think you're well within your rights. He got the name of the show wrong. Like, I mean, he would, as a professional, I'm sure that, you know, he would want to know that he called the show. He never said, uh, you know, you're watching The Price is Wrong. It just one night he, he went a bit racist and he's like, welcome to The Rice is White. <laughs>
1: How's that racist? <laughs> I don't know. There's a reference so, to a rice. No, no, because um, he was dressed in one of those like Chinese hats <laughs> and had like a long mustache on. <laughs> it's like, Dixie, what's going on, mate? No dark periods in John Dixie's life. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I didn't think it was appropriate to get back to him. No. But uh, then, like, just the next day, before I've sent that first one through to you, he said, Oh, my kids, kids or whoever, you
0: know, he's. he's uh, his advisors, his yeah. agent, lawyer, manager, had given him some advice. Let me say, he has no manager. If they let him record an intro for our show, maybe they are like cut through. You yeah. know, we really need to get Dixie and you, and you need a new audience. <laughs> obscure, uh, <laughs> obscure podcast audience. Yeah, that's right. You're testing really high in yeah. the like eighteen to forties, but
1: you were doing really well. But you have nothing in the obscure podcast audience, Dixie. <laughs> like your Q score is not rating very well at all because of your obscure podcast references so anyway he's, he sent me back a second one which mm. has got the, the the more jokes in it hilarious uh-huh. yeah still calls it tofob. <laughs> and, and i'm starting to think well if he's willing to do revisions really quickly then because that sounds pretty nice
0: i assume does he have a studio at his house or something well i'd say i'm sure if he's working at uh he works at for seven doesn't he yeah yeah so he's probably got their studios there well, he's,
1: he's gone into seven and recorded out fucking seven. I reckon
0: he's probably done like, probably you know. His job. City homicide and right. winners and losers and whatever, and then they've gone and then he's gone, Hey guys, you got an extra five minutes. Really wanna record I love hey, the show to Fob. Barry <laughs> Barry, keep it rolling and walk go and get yourself a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well it's like Eminem's like, give me a beat. Just chuck me a beat. I got no I got no snare my headphones. <laughs> Got some rhymes to spit. Just leave me in
1: the booth. Maybe he's, he's doing lots of voiceovers, you know. Probably. Like afterwards. But anyway, he's made that for us. He's made the second one. Yeah. So at that point, I'm thinking, well, maybe if he's willing to go back, you know, twice mm. and have another go, then I can give him the feedback going, hey, Dexter, you love what you're doing. Fantastic. Only one little thing. Could you please get the name of the podcast right? <laughs> so. I was, I was mulling over where that was a, an appropriate thing to do to someone mm. who's clearly doing you a favour for free mm. and is an awesome bloke who I've never met and he's awesome. Yeah. Right? So before I've got to do that, Charlie, a third email has arrived. Redone.
0: I've found out the name of the podcast It's so far. <laughs> so this has all happened without me getting involved in any how, way. How long was between email two and three when you were sweating on uh, taking down your idol? <laughs> Overnight. I was overnight. Overnight. That Were was you it. tossing and turning? I was counting dekes in my sleep.
1: <laughs> I can't. Do I say it or not? Uh, anyway, I thought it would actually suit our podcast. Yeah, totally. To, for it to be, you know, badly named. Yeah. And uh, I Do you talking, still have the toe fob? Yeah, yeah, I've still, yeah. Send yeah. it across.
0: <laughs> we can- We'll play that next week. <laughs> we'll bang that one in next week. Well, if we ever need to, to change the show to say Russell Crowe okay. sues us or whatever, we'll just change it to 30-odd foot of bullshit. <laughs> Does that work? <laughs> that's
1: probably a better name for the podcast. <laughs> so there you go. That's the Dixie story. Quite exciting though.
0: You got a bit of paper there.
1: Oh, oh yeah, I brought some notes this week. You prepared. Oh yeah, no, that's all right. I didn't you know, I didn't we don't need to get to the notes. I just Oh, well, they're not for us? They are for us. But I just wrote some things down. Oh, they're not letters or
0: anything. Oh, no, I thought it was an article or something like that. No, I literally made some notes. I read an article that I couldn't find because I'm lazy and don't do any prep for the show. But I wanted to ask you as a vegetarian, Mm. there's something in the paper uh, last week or the week before about scientists have successfully cloned beef from stem cells in a lab. And I was saying that they basically grew a lump of beef Mm. or a lump of cow meat in a lab. And they said that the ramifications for this is that, you know, hypothetically they could start cloning meat within a laboratory no animals would have to be killed they're saying the beef at the moment doesn't taste like what we know beef to taste like because are not it's not being raised on grass or anything like that but do you reckon to say that takes off do you reckon that the meat industry would ever cease like if if you could give people the the option of having like um you know guilt-free meat that was grown in a lab that tasted you know pretty much like the meat you'd buy from a cow real cow do you think people would buy it well if it's not a real animal if it doesn't like if it doesn't have a brain if it
1: doesn't have like you know like a heart and emotions and like you know live a life and have some sort of you know vague consciousness then I could eat a lump of meat so you'd go back to eating meat yeah well I don't know if I would actually cuz I I don't like I think I've after all this time I I don't even crave the taste. Although I like those restaurants where they pretend they have meat. Yeah, fake meat. Yeah, fake meat. Yeah, and like, Yeah, like the, the those fake chicken nuggets that oh, I used to get in LA. They are so good. That were just They're like, better than real nuggets. I know, and I just made it a cardboard and, yeah. and stuff like that. Sawdust. Deep fried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: but that's all you need. They cover anything in batter and deep fried. Like, if
1: you cover it in batter and deep fried sawdust and serve it with like some sort of barbecue or tomato sauce, I would eat that.
0: How does it work? Did you ever have those, um, it was like ice cream dropped in batter then fried? Mm. Like, what are the scientific properties of batter that it can insulate a lump of ice cream? Like, that, that must have supernatural qualities. Right. Like, it must be made of the same thing like Superman's spaceship was made yep. out of to travel distances across a galaxy.
1: Yeah, a lot of people don't know this, but the entire NASA space program, their major outside <laughs> expense was uh, covering all the rockets in batter.
0: You're just encoding coating <laughs> like a space shuttle <laughs> in batter.
1: Which is why occasionally bits of donut will fall from
0: the sky. And why occasionally Matt Preston would take a trip out. <laughs> you Houston Eddie used a plane you'd see Matt, Matt Preston just licking a rocket
1: <laughs> the only things you can see from space are the Great Wall of China and Matt Preston's cravat and tongue coming towards a rocket I've never if anyone w- is listening for a country where you don't know who Matt Preston is he's fat that's all you need yeah, to know that's all you need to yeah. know
0: and I don't ever want to hear the fr- ever hear the phrase Matt Preston licking a rocket <laughs> coming out of your mouth Ever again, I don't want you to call me after the Logies next year and say, "Oh, dude, you'll never believe what I saw last night." Matt Preston licking a rocket. Licking a rocket.
1: I reckon now, though, if you Googled Matt Preston licking a rocket, we're going to be the number one reference
0: to that on on Google. Yeah, those those words have never been put in that order before. I wouldn't
1: have thought so. And now, if anyone in the future is ever googling Matt Preston licking a, a rocket, <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it. Toe
0: fop, breaking the big stories.
1: <laughs> um, I guess with that ice cream, that is it. Something about the ice cream. Being as cold. cold as possible? Is that a
0: toe well, I, fact? You, That's you, a toe it fact. Sounds it like, sounds like we're getting into toe <laughs> fact territory. Did yeah. you ever eat one? No, I've never Because, eaten I mean, the, the, ice, me. the ice cream is softer, yeah. but it's still, like, cold. I mean, they only fry it for, like, a minute or so just to get the batter all golden. and Oh, God, yeah. it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. Like, I used to go to the fish and chip shop. I like, guess yeah. every Friday in my family. Yeah. That's bad shit. Like, you what you're feeding your kids there. When you think about it now, I mean, it's, you know how they've gone like gourmet hamburger stores and there's all these gourmet fast food, it's like healthy. Yeah. The one thing that you really struggle with a gourmet fish and chip is it's still a giant. That that uh, of fat, yeah. <laughs> That you're dipping my food in. Oh, you can get a grilled fish there, but you're still you still got get... to eat the chips and the <laughs> dim sims <laughs> and the potato cakes. They're not doing that on the grill. There's there, there's no way of making that health conscious. That's why my thing with KFC when KFC
1: always try like you know we're healthy, we're healthy. We've
0: got this fancy chef.
1: Yeah, and you also serve deep fried chicken in a bucket. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what. Who is that chef that they've got? endorsing them now uh darren simpson and you know about i'm not really into cooking shows but he's like a cooking show guy or something. he's a cooking show guy he's a geezer and um so but surely what he's done like will he be shunned by the chef community like is he like the magician on magician's greatest secrets revealed yeah it's like hey dude like you know no because we like, charge a premium for our services no because you're denigrating guy, it that guy actually reveals how
1: good magicians do this you know, secrets, whereas he's more like a magician that just did a poo in a hat Mm -hmm. and then tipped the poo out of the (laughs) hat and went, ta-da!
0: And then made you... Abracadabra! And then made you eat it. (laughs) Yeah. Then sold it to you with coleslaw and a little bit. Yeah, so
1: he's he's, he's, uh, made a burger, a gourmet burger Mm. uh, for KFC and it's amazing, Charlie. It's so different to their normal chicken burger. Mm. It's amazing what this chef, this gourmet chef has brought to it. You see, instead of a normal bun, you know what they have? What sourdough? Ooh, yeah, sourdough bun sounds fancy. Yeah, I know. Nineteen ninety-two called sourdough is cool. <laughs> <laughs> so they've got a sourdough bun uh, instead of um, their normal uh, chicken. Uh, they have like a breast, like yeah, it's a, like a breast, a film. premium breast, a premium I mean, yeah. breast fillet. Yeah, it's
0: not you know, it's not the sh- shavings of chicken mashed together and covered yeah. in <laughs> batter. No, that wonderful. <laughs> Uh, chemi- chemical uh, creation batter Yeah <laughs> So it's not that uh, So he's
1: got the uh, gourmet breasted chicken yeah. Then I believe he might have some uh, parmesan cheese Whoa whoa slow down Walt <laughs> What'd you say? Parmesan Parmesan cheese Shaved parmesan cheese <laughs> And then uh, instead of like you know the, the normal
0: lettuce he's got like rocket Or whatever <laughs> But it's essentially And that Preston's licking his lips staring at that rocket Yeah <laughs> But essentially,
1: it's just a normal chicken burger, but just like with more expensive ingredients than your normal chicken burger.
0: But they're charging KFC rates for it, I take. Yeah. And that's not not going to be what you'd pay for an inner city, at an inner city cafe. No, but it's like seven bucks or whatever compared to like, you know, normally you can get half a bucket of chicken for seven bucks. I think if you, the thing I've never understood about the healthy choice menu at those fast food joints is if you're going to eat healthy, aren't you just going to go where you get good healthy food? Like their healthy is still not. That healthy, or is it? It's, it's a placebo, yeah. Yeah, it, it gives people the idea
1: that um, I, I can go to a KFC and I, you know, what? I'm just going to sell it. Yeah. And then once you get in the door, you put your head in a bucket like in egg Kelly, <laughs> <laughs> chicken deep fried chicken. I so th- yeah, that's exactly the purpose of it is to, and it gives mothers permission that right. they can take their kids to you know McDonald's or to KFC
0: because they've got like yeah a healthy. But they order the healthy choice, but then they also get like a family serve of fries yeah. or. Some shit like that. It's essentially like a guy... I only know this because this is the tricks I play on myself.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: I'm like, well, you know, as long as I get something with some green on it, I can then also get like a Coke and some chips as well because yeah. I'm eating uh, this lettuce and tomato with my hamburger. <laughs> Therefore, that counteracts the chips and the Coke I'm about to consume. Yeah.
1: Like you assume that essentially you're putting warriors into, <laughs> That's into right. your stomach.
0: I'm putting <laughs> and- coffee and naan into my stomach and he's going to negotiate some kind of treaty with the fat. Don't go into Charlie's like, ass. Yeah,
1: look. Like, it's uh, a no go zone. Could you uh, not linger around Charlie's love handles? <laughs> uh, I want you to go just straight through. Yeah. <laughs> straight through
0: to the other end. No, no, no. We're bringing an embargo <laughs> on his anus for the next eight hours because he's on a date. We don't want you rushing out of there all at once. <laughs>
1: um, but no, but that is what you do. You, you, you think that, you know, I, I can go to one of these places and I can. Essentially, they're giving you permission. It's like a guy who would never go to hookers. Yeah, But if he went to a strip club and some stripper said...
0: Hey, oh, for an extra 50 bucks. Yeah,
1: he'd be like, all right, I'm in. And
0: yeah. that, that's your KFC health Yeah, yeah. that That's kind of the... I mean, that's sort of the Tiger Woods sort of defense in a way, which is like, well, look, Tiger Woods... You know, there's one thing between... Like actively going out to cheat. But when you're having... Stuff laid in front of you all the time, yeah. like, hey, man,
1: hey, you know,
0: it's hard so nice. look, I found a wallet, yeah. sure, you know. Well, there's 200 bucks cash here. You well, know. this is it's my... not like I took the wallet out of someone's pocket, man. I found it on the street. I'll return it this when is... I'm done with it. This is the when thing when I stuck my dick in that wallet. <laughs> Sorry if you didn't get the the uh, analogy I was trying to create. <laughs> this is the Tiger thing. Woods fucks wallets. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot, a lot of the women
1: he fucked were wallets. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were like, you know, tanned, yeah. leathery. No. and used to having money go in and out <laughs> their pockets um, uh, no the, uh, the Tiger Woods thing that I've always <laughs> you got to, often you'll find a condom in one <laughs> the
0: only difference is the wallet is, it isn't used
1: <gasps> oh man um, the thing that I've always said <laughs> about Tiger Woods is this I know that Tiger Woods didn't get hit on 32 times and have sex with 32 different women or whatever, you know, the number is, but let's say it's less than a hundred. The, the amount of women that he had sex with over what, 10 years. Right. He, he, I think his percentage of saying yes was probably pretty low. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Compared Potentially. To, compared, well, he was spending like all these weekends in Vegas, right? Yeah. How many, like I reckon he, like he'd, he'd get a hundred offers in a weekend in Tiger yeah. Woods. All right. That's fair. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So if he's only doing one, I mean that's statistical margin for error. Yeah, you round that shit down, you know. Yeah, that's that's pretty good.
0: Do you think this is the argument you put to <laughs> er- Ellen before she hit him with a golf club? He went, Look, "Listen, Ellen. I just
1: want to run you through some stats <laughs> yeah. and get someone in here to explain the statistical margin for error and the concept of rounding
0: down." brings out brings <laughs> out the the teacher from Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> it's like. Uh, Tiger, I'm just an actor. I'm not actually a mathematician. Just tell her, tell her what you did in the movie with that kid, the janitor, Matt Damon. Yeah, he's also an actor. Tiger starts, What? Oh, I
1: like he the based idea. his entire life like philosophy idea, on. I like the idea that Tiger has actually just hired all of them. you I mean? They're all there. Robin Williams is there. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck's there. Like him and like, Matt Damon are in the corner going, I can't believe we're doing this. It's 30 million bucks, mate. Yeah. One night's work. Yeah. No one's going to see it.
0: <laughs> like I know I have more credibility than you, Ben, but you know what? It's a paycheck. <laughs> they have to wait. Uh, six weeks so Robin Williams can grow his beard in because you don't take Robin Williams seriously unless he's got a beard it's amazing isn't it like you know you what kind of Robin Williams film you're going to get based on facial hair or not yeah beard or no beard yeah <laughs> the Robin Williams story I don't think I look that much more I mean I, I alternate between a beard I mean would you describe me as bearded yes the At time. the moment, but generally, like when you think no, of me, no, 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 no. I think I alternate, right? Yeah, you, you look don't like... take me any more seriously when I've got my beard than when I don't. You, your beard makes you look slightly more comical. Fuck
1: <laughs> 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 it <does, laughs> like it,
0: It's just true. Do it doesn't name? make you look more wise. I'm looking in the mirror now. Look yeah, comical.
1: It, you do. Know, you look more comical.
0: Like how? Like Billoti? No.
1: Like like you look like a kid because you're quite youthful looking. Yeah. You look like a kid who is like <laughs> on, <studs>. Halloween. <laughs> on Halloween. On <laughs> Halloween.
0: <laughs> and you've gone to Halloween as like Ned Kelly or something. My mum's burnt a cork and, and s- rubbed it all over my, it my face. face. That's fucking bullshit. That's that's what what you a, look like. I grow a hardy beard. Yeah, eventually it looks like your mum got black cotton wool balls <laughs> and glued them on your face. So, what's the. Is it the, my face? Is yeah, it my face yeah. that's the problem? It's not the beard. Because the beard is quite. This is an impressive, manly beard.
1: It is, but it, it doesn't suit you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't believe you're
1: saying that. You have the beard of an Indian cricketer. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I saw you walk out on on a, with a cricket bat, like on field with that sort of beard, I'd be like, "Oh, oh, well, he's going to be tough to get out in the middle order for India." Is That's it? the sort of beard that you have. Yeah. I, I, Charlie continually looks at himself in the middle. I am. Of I'm like a, to, uh, I'm like a budgie.
0: I'm about to start <laughs> slamming my face into it, trying yeah. to peck my own eyes out. I would describe it more as a kind of a, a gentlemanly beard. Of course, you would. It's not like a, a it's not like a, a, a mercenary batsman. <laughs> Like some cavalier stroke stroke making magician. No, he it like, wasn't
1: cavalier. No, he's more gritty.
0: No, oh, right. He's, he's like guy, one of those guys who's hard uses, to get out. Yeah, that's right. He st- yeah. takes him like like, 400 overs to get to his century. Yeah, you're like,
1: this guy doesn't even have time to
0: shave. But I also, like, change it up as well, where I go, like, stubbly, get like a little, you know, pirate beard going on. Like, I like to have fun with my beard. Yeah, um, no, I'm only And that com- always looks comical? Um, no, I'm only commenting on
1: your beard right oh, my now. my beard right now. Yeah, my I full c- beard. I can't remember what you looked like this look beard is 80s, this
0: 80s sitcom father. This is, like, Michael Gross from Family Ties beard. All right, you know what? That is actually what it is. Or... You're right. No, it's actually... Or Name that, one other example. That, or Die Hard Villain you know, the slimy guy in Die Hard who's trying to bang John, uh, Bruce Willis's wife? Oh, right? the, the, the like, coat, the coat come guy. Come on, <laughs> you know, that guy, whatever his name is. Um, I'm your white knight, that guy. No, nah, no, nah, it's not that. I'm not Die Hard villain? No. Nah, you could be Michael. If I put a silver suit on and a white shirt with a skinny leather tie. No, nah, still not. 80s sitcom dad, Michael I, Gross. Yeah, you are.
1: You are either a number four batsman for India or an 80s sitcom dad. Okay. Yeah. But I don't think he looked like an 80s sitcom dad. Michael Gross. Like, I mean, uh, he, yeah. he was by the very nature of being there, an ADC coming Well, day. he
0: was meant to be an ex-hippie. Yeah. So that kind of maybe throws your whole equation out. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I am an Indian batsman. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of it like that. Yeah. Why don't you grow a beard ever? I'm not very good at growing pa- a beard. Patchy. Mostly, yeah. Um, I've yeah. seen you with beard, like occasionally when you're, it's normally like summer when you're writing your new show. Yeah. That's when your beard happens. Yeah. <laughs> In direct... In direct, uh, uh, in direct parallel with your frustration, <laughs> your beard <laughs> seems to grow. I see you looking more angry and un- <laughs> unslept as your beard gets longer as you're writing a your new show.
1: Uh, no, that's... Well, you're right in that that, that is... I exactly. could swear
0: your hair changes colour too when you're writing a show.
1: Well, I will tell you that both of those things that you've noticed are 100% true. Really? Yeah. Uh, not for the reason that you stated. My hair does not change colour as Just some through sort the of- force
0: of will. <laughs> and will. <laughs> Will's will.
1: <laughs> These jokes are way too long form. They're barely ideas at the moment. I'm going back to brown, <laughs> and so you refine them and structure them into some sort of workable performance. Uh, no, uh, because when I take some time off to write, uh, that means that I'm I'm not being on the television. Right. So, you're not so your hair. I don't dye my hair, and yeah, right. I um, does it get a bit
0: ginger? Am I imagining that? Uh, your beard's ginger, definitely.
1: Yeah. Well, no. Well, my hair and my beard are both. Like, you know, the ginger grey. Yeah, yeah. But you're not ginger. No, but my brother and sister both have yeah, red yeah. hair. I have like um, mousy brown hair. It's 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 really nothing here. Yeah. But I got a slight hint of ginger. Is that Irish or something? Anderson?
0: Is it just pure British?
1: It's like one of those things where I've never really wanted to Scottish? ask my family. Oh uh, well no,
0: Scottish <laughs> Scottish and English. are yeah, uh, right. the like yeah, you know, way back. Because it Antarctica. does get quite ginger. But um but I can't remember any ginger. You look like one of those guys in the Angus beef ads. <laughs> Not the McDonald's ones, but the cheap Hungry Jacks knockoff ones. They couldn't afford those crappy actors in the McDonald's one. You look like the cheap one.
1: Um, no, I, um, uh, my brother and sister both have red hair, but they were the first redheads that I could ever remember in my family. Yeah. So I always thought that, that was quite a, unusual, you know, because I didn't know that red hair was one of those things that can just, you know, sit around like a sneaky fucker. And then, <laughs>
0: Red hair is... Like a, a sleeper cell.
1: Yeah, red hair is a sleeper cell. Yeah. And it just sometimes... It just blows
0: up. <laughs> oh my And God. my brother and sister... Well, that would make sense because my, my niece and nephew are both redheads. Mm. My brother is like me. Now, I guess his wife... I mean, she's not really a redhead either. She's probably like you, Mousy Brown, but the mm. two kids have exploded into full-blown redhead.
1: Yeah. Well, my sister's kids... Like, the littlest one, it's a bit hard to tell what her hair's exactly going to be like now. But, um, so her son, Riley, he's got sort of fair hair, like, you know, mousy brown hair. And her, her daughter, uh, Zoe, has got it um, just bright red hair. Yeah. So, like, you know.
0: There's something going on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's something going on. You need to dig into your past. You're going to find out David Caruso is your great-grandfather or something. <laughs> would you like, Dave, if you found out you're related to David Caruso, would you make contact? Um... Yeah, just say it's not too distant. Like, let's say second cousin or something. Right, I find
1: out that David Caruso, uh, from CSI Miami, He's your second. Cousin. He's my second cousin. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. I guess I probably. Are you like... a big enough fan that you'd make contact, or just out of curiosity? No, both. Yeah, no.
1: Yeah, I would. I would definitely. I'd like to hang with David Caruso. Would you? Yeah. He
0: seems. I mean, I know what his persona is like, but maybe in real life he's like a real sweetheart. But. I don't care what he's like like in real life. I want to hang out with him if
1: he's exactly like his character on
0: CSI Miami. Horatio Kane or whatever his name is on that show. Is that what the character's name is? Yeah, I think so. That is such a fucking writer's name. (laughs) Like, I hate it when you fucking read scripts. And it's like no one is called Will Anderson or fucking Charlie Closton. They're all like, you know, Jack Thunder. And it's like, no one's fucking called that, dude. Horatio,
1: what's his name? Fucking great name, Jack Thunder. Uh, Google him. Google up his character from CSI Miami and we'll find out his story. I want to know what his actual you know, backstory is. I know they call him H sometimes or H, depending on which school you went to. So should I Wikipedia the character or David Caruso? Oh, uh, well, I don't know. Well, David Caruso does the, what the character let Yeah, is. Let's, let's go with David Caruso first. My favourite moment of David Caruso, he was in Hudson Hawk. Uh, yeah, do you remember that? Yeah, I don't remember what
0: it was he. He know. was one
1: of the um the gang of you know that all named after the candy bars. Yeah, so, so they had the bad guys. And yeah, I can't yeah. remember what he was. He was like Kit Kat or yeah, yeah, yeah. Something I, like I remember that.
0: that. Yeah, that was a strange film. <laughs> I fucking love that film. It's a strange it's renowned film though. Yeah, as like one of the turkeys of all time. But I think it's a fucking you know, hilarious. You know who film. directed it? No, this uh, Michael Lehman is this guy who directed Heather's. That was like one of his first films after Heather's. Really? No, you wouldn't know it, would you? No, but I real—I oh, No, it's got a kind of sick, weird sort that, of, you know. It is an odd film. Like, it's a big budget film that seems like almost like a weird art film. It's like a weird it's art It's so film. strange. And it's You've it got just like Richard E. Grant and, and.
1: Yeah, Sandra Bernhardt and all those. Musical sort of, numbers as yeah, well. Yeah, really weird sort of, like, you know, stuff in there. And. Um, so I I'm like genuinely one of those people who thinks that Hudson Hawk is like this like sort of undiscovered. weird undiscovered masterpiece. Yeah. So we had Richard E. Grant on the radio show that Limo and I used to do, and my big thing was like I'm going to talk to him about Hudson Hawk mm. and how much I love Hudson Hawk. Yeah. Guess who doesn't love Hudson Hawk? Richard E. Grant. Richard E. Grant. You read his, have you read his book? His no. yeah. I flipped right. through it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you let me guess the <laughs> front the, the, the
0: front page and back cover. I was like. So
1: you're born on. <laughs> we were having him in, and they sent us the book. That was why we had him on the radio. And I really did do that thing of reading like the first three pages, again. then like then I was like Homer Simpson reading, and I was like, and blah 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 <laughs> blah, blah blah, the
0: end. It's funny because that story about Hudson Hawk is the only thing I did read from that right. book. He doesn't. He didn't have a great time. Not people don't tend to like Bruce Willis a lot, yeah, which is disappointing. Disappointing because you want to like Bruce Willis. I, I David wa- Caruso, I could take a leave, but if I was Bruce Willis's second cousin, then yeah, I'd really want to make contact. I want to like Bruce Willis so much that despite the
1: bad stories I hear about him, I still secretly like him. Yeah, <laughs> even though like around the people that I've heard the bad stories from, I'd be like, yeah, fucking Bruce Willis, man. <laughs> you fucking, would say that, Bruce I fucking Willis. hate what he did to you on that film, Kevin Smith. Fuck you, Bruce Willis. <laughs> and then like, oh, it's Bruce Willis. Yeah. <laughs> Die hard four. Let's watch
0: uh, so, um, David Crusoe's character in my, uh, CSI Miami yep. is Horatio Kane. Yeah. Oh, awesome. And he's head of the crime lab. Yeah. Uh, his fictional biography, he was born in 1956 yep. in Forest Hill Gardens, Queens, New York. I mean, really? They've got this much info on a fictional character? Oh, so this is actually literally... Yeah, this mis- is a fictional character oh, awesome. biography. All right. So, he's born 56 Forest Hill Gardens, Queens, New York, would explain yep. his accent. Right. Before moving to Miami as a detective, then a lieutenant with the um, Miami... De- Miami. Miami thing. Dade Police Department. Yep. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. It was there that he killed the man who murdered his mother. Well, stroke of luck. <laughs> Moved halfway across the country. But that person was his actually his own father. So his father killed his mother. How did he not become a superhero? <laughs> That's a perfect setup to fucking put on a costume. Well, he's kind of a superhero. He's got all those things he says,
1: you know, before the credits when he always finds the the like the dead body and then he comes up with some witty, you know, yeah, thing yeah, it is like off a, the dead body. That's yeah, a real superhero yeah. thing
0: to do. Yeah, witty one liner. Yeah.
1: Uh, oh. And he's got that move with the glasses. Yeah, that's very, not very superhero like. It's very X-Men.
0: You know, that's what it reminds me of. If you're of. Cyclops. Yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of like... When is Cyclops ever... Cyclops <laughs> is so scared of taking off his sunglasses because he knows he's got this uncontrollable yeah. burst of energy. You never see him like, calmly put his glasses back on and say something witty. He's normally like, oh my God, I just fucking killed a school. He's got the opposite, though. David Cruz has got the ex-
1: same thing, but opposite. He's just scared of his wit while he... <laughs> While his glasses are off. Now, just let me why, put my wit under control. That's why when he does one of those classic one-liners, he has to immediately put the glasses back on <laughs> to contain That wit. sounds like bullshit. Yeah. Okay. In
0: 1995, while on the job, he was stabbed yeah. while investigating a case in which children were locked in closets while their parents were murdered. Yeah. Fine for Harry Potter, but apparently not good on CSI, man. <laughs> the perpetrator was Walter Resden. He harbored a deep grudge against Kane collecting the blood from the stabbing and preserving it for 10 years in order to frame him yep. for the murder of Kane's girlfriend, Rachel Turner. You know this. Yeah. Wow. I've watched this show in and out over the years. Oh, so I don't even to read I don't even. No, no, I, read I you want to you to read this. I think it's interesting okay. to people. All right. After and, all-
1: I, and I love the idea, by the way, of this guy, this, this, you know... Killer. Killer. Like, what does he do? If you've, like... Okay, so say you're him. You're this killer.
0: Hang okay? on. In 95, this guy went to jail for murdering kids. Yeah. But he managed to squirrel away some yep. of the blood of... Uh, Horatio. I okay. Yeah, yeah. From the stabbing. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then use it 10 years later. For him. Yeah. This guy only got 10 years for murdering a bunch of kids. Don't uh, really know parents? the details. Let's just
1: assume he's got out in okay. eight
0: with good behavior. Okay. So Cape Fear
1: style. Yeah. Cape Fear style. Okay. And now, uh, where have you kept the blood all that time? Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. I mean, I don't actually in- know the facts of this, but where are you,
0: where are you keeping it? Freezer. <laughs> <laughs> Although what? you're in jail just for 10 house. years. Uh, you give Do you it- think the cops wouldn't search the freezer in your house? In a shoebox. With, like, tape around it saying, do not open for 10 years.
1: <laughs> you have to keep it
0: cold, I imagine, don't you? Well, what happens when you get arrested, right? Especially for a, a heinous crime like that, or you get... Excuse ser- me,
1: guys, I've just got to get this vial of blood.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> no, but seriously, what happens? Just say you're, like, uh, you're convicted of a murder. Yeah. Uh, what happens to all your possessions? Do, like, can the do the police come in and pull everything apart in case you've hidden a vial of blood around? I mean, yeah, what I happens guess, to your possessions?
1: No, well, I guess that, yeah. But, I mean, well, there's those famous scenes from prison movies... Where well, you always see the person released from prison. And they get their shit back. And they get
0: their shit yeah, back. Yeah, but the contents of their apartment. Like, I if you're on trial...
1: But so imagine he had the, the vial of blood on him. Is there any chance that they've just taken it, put it in storage for 10 years, and then when he's got out going, uh, here's your keys, <laughs> <laughs> here's your wallet, um, do you still know this vial of blood? Planning on framing any uh,
0: <laughs> police officers? There you go. With the initials H- C or <laughs> H-K. I'm not sure how you spell it. No, it's C. C yeah. was, it came with the C. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. So after his arrival in Florida, Horatio joined the Miami-Dade mm-hmm. police as a homicide detective, but later transferred to the bomb squad. For years, by the way, when I watched CSI Miami, I didn't understand
1: that the Miami-Dade police force was... An actual place. An actual you place. It was day,
0: as in daytime. Yeah, it's, I thought it was day. It's day, D-A-D-E.
1: Yeah, no, I understand that now. Yeah. But no, I watched, I'm explaining
0: uh, it for people listening who yeah. may not be able to hear the difference. I
1: watched, uh, yeah, like Dixie who can't tell the difference between Fop and toffle.
0: <laughs> I hope he doesn't get a job doing the voiceover of CSI Miami. <laughs> Miami I, day.
1: <laughs> but I honestly thought for years while I watched that show that they were only the people who investigated crimes during the day, <laughs> and then like some other group came on at night to do the night crimes. And they were like the Miami Miami Night Police
0: Force. <laughs> it's but like a it won- Baywatch Nights type spill for yeah. it's like an X-Files type group come in. <laughs>
1: and they're doing a lot, lot more parties and like investigations in hot tubs. But they 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 do night stuff on Miami. Well, this is when I realized Charlie. I said, Why are they always working uh... nights? They're the day. Uh maybe it's something else. <laughs> maybe I should that was <laughs> before yep. Wikipedia, I'm taking. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, uh, before I could be asked.
0: Uh so Humphreys was mentored mm. when he joined the bomb squad by Al. Uh, by Al Humphreys, no, sorry, Horatio Kane was yep. mentored when he got to the bomb squad by Al Humphreys, an older cop whom Cain highly respected and considered a good friend. I've, I've got a feeling this guy's going to die. Mm. <laughs> Humphreys was later killed <laughs> <laughs> after accidentally triggering a bomb. He was yeah. attempting to disarm. Yep. Horatio worked undercover as John Walden in Pensacola, Florida for some time during the early 90s. See, that's a normal name, John Walden. Yeah, why but was it undercover? Just John Wilder? You needed John Walden. You,
1: don't, yeah. you, you didn't go undercover as Johnny Thunder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, okay. So he died in the 1990s. Uh, During this time, he dated a woman uh, believed to be named Julia Eberly, mm. and the two conceived a son named Kyle. Yes. Horatio would not be aware of Kyle's existence for another 16 years. Mm. Oh, the old don't know I've got a kid storyline. Yeah. That happened to me on Blue Healers. Yeah. Oh, they gave me a kid.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and how was that meant to have happened?
0: Uh, Someone
1: stole a vial of your spirit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was a young dad. I would have been 28 when the, So I probably had sex with a girl when I was 18 and then she turns up with a 10 yeah. year old. So if David Crusoe, okay, well, he sounds cool. And if he was like his character in real life, just
1: making witty puns and, and like putting his glasses on, then I would definitely get in contact if I found out that we
0: were related. I'd be like, yep. Yeah, definitely. I want to know you. Would you? Yeah. I don't know about that. I don't, I don't contact any of my cousins. I mean, not because of I don't like them. Yeah, or anything, but, but if
1: any of your cousins were the lead role in what was at one stage the world's most popular TV show, uh, wouldn't no, you no, reach I'm out? Not, 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 not even professionally? You work in the industry. I suppose. Maybe the guy who's the lead on the most watched television show in the world could hook, hook a brother up, hook a cousin
0: up. I wouldn't do that, I don't think. I would never hit up like a, a cousin or something like that, especially someone I've never spoken to. Now I'm 34 because it would be too obvious what I'm doing. If you had a cousin contact you, hey, uh, you know, some 20-year-old from Hayfield you didn't know and he was like, oh, you know, can you plug me on the podcast? Would you do it?
1: If he was any good.
0: Would you plug well, him well, on. on your stand-up? If, like, I mean, i plug people
1: at the end of my show that I like. You know, i will tell people who to go and see if I'm at a festival or whatever. And quite he calls everybody- you and
0: says, hey, I'm in Sydney. Can I sleep in your spare room? <laughs> how far does does generosity go?
1: Uh, well, I mean, how well do I know him? I've never He met just him. called you. But how how reliable? his name
0: his name is Bertie Bertie yeah that's, awesome. that's an unusual name Bertie
1: <laughs> for a young fella
0: oh well fair enough uh, is that long for something is it is, is it long for Bert you name's Bert and they call you Bertie uh, no he's just born Bertie his name is and his surname is um, Blagari <laughs> you didn't know but you had a cousin's called Blagaries and this is their eldest Did son you not Birdie.
1: just do a whole rave like? 10 minutes ago about coming up with ridiculous <laughs> names for characters. <laughs> Why does my cousin who I've never heard of need to be called Birdie Blagari? <laughs> I don't know. I just think it sounds Can't like he just have
0: a normal name like John was, Walden. Because I was thinking about comedians and I was like, what's a good stage name if I was gonna go on stage? And Bertie Blagari, like it's like a 1950s comic, you know. A guy's like, yeah, you know, I, understand I say, I say, I say. I understand I, what you're saying, but comedians aren't born with comedy names. Like right. it's not like his name is... It's not like they're down at like the birthday... What is this baby's name? Carrot Top? <laughs> okay. His, na- his name is John Walden, but his stage yeah. name is yeah. Bertie Blagowry.
1: Okay. Yeah, sure.
0: And so uh, he, uh, he's, he, he's just called you. Uh, I've been doing some stand-up in mm-hmm. Hayfield. They, the three or four of them tell me I'm pretty good. <laughs> I mean, the three or four came to my show. Uh, but I'm coming to Sydney. Uh, I'm going to try and book some gigs. Can I crash in your spare room?
1: Yeah, all right.
0: Never met him before. That's right. Do you ask to see any kind of proof that he's actually your second cousin? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm got, I'm, I have to have cleared that in some way. If
1: some nut bar just rings me up and says, I'm your second cousin, my name's John Walden, <laughs> and I go by the stage name Bertie McLaurie. <laughs>
0: Then I'm probably going to ask some questions. But how much evidence do you look for? Like, you want to be pretty sure, but you don't want to offend him in case he actually is telling the truth. I'd be like, do you have a vial of your blood? It <laughs> you can be in the freezer, in a
1: shoebox at your mum's house. I don't care. Um, no, well, I guess I'd ask around. I'd like I'd ring my parents probably first and say, hey, um, do I have a second cousin called John Walden?
0: <laughs> A.K.A.
1: Hey, has there been any stand-up in Hayfield just recently? <laughs> you guys heard about any stand-up in town? Has the Hayfield News done any reviews of stand-up? Isn't the Hayfield News your dad? The Hayfield News, I, I, I think we must have talked about yes. this before, but the Hayfield News is a photocopied, um, like it's two pages photocopied and stapled
0: yeah. in which they give the footy results and the cricket results. But they could do a review of they, uh, they must be working on an iPad version though so you can scroll through those two pages. So you can get the local footy results on your iPad. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, they've had a bit of a scandal recently because they were tapping a lot of phones.
0: <laughs> the, <laughs> one one, phone.
1: <laughs> the, the one phone?
0: The one phone. They're picking up uh, radio conversations on their wireless crystal set.
1: That's right. There's a lot of rumours from the local telex. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. I I'd say, I'd, I'd say to parents. my parents, I say, hey, is there many gigs in town recently? Do I know I have a cousin called John Walden? You know. Okay. And what if they say something along the lines of, well, look, you know, um, you know our parents, and I'm not saying this is what happened, but their parents, you know, divorced and the family got a bit kind of muddied along the way. Like, you know, they went off in different directions. It's highly likely that maybe, you know, your dad's dad had a kid with someone, you know, second cousin or your, your uncle. Yep. So it was possible, but they can't verify it. They say, yeah, but we haven't looked into it that much. What's your next step?
1: Well, my next step is Facebook. I'd Facebook him. Check out his uh, Facebook profile. See if he's uh, put
0: any videos of his material. <laughs> Would you expect him to look like you? Just say he's Tongan. Would you be like... Well, he looks like he's got, like, Polynesian in him. He's,
1: he's, he's Tongan. Mm. His name's John Walden. <laughs> but he apparently goes by the, the stage
0: name of Bertie Blagari. Well, yeah, if his mother was Tongan and yeah. his father was Australian, then, you know, he could look like... He could look Tongan, but he's, he's got his father's surname, <laughs> right. Walden. And, so he, he looked- and he thought Blagari would... <laughs> just attracted less attention. So he
1: kind of looks like me, but he also looks like he could be the bouncer at the club that I'm playing. Yeah, that's right.
0: Right, okay. Um, yeah, I think I would be cool to have a Tongan stand-up comedy cousin. It doesn't raise any, arouse any suspicion where you're like, oh, hang on. No one in my family would ever have sex with a Tongan. <laughs>
1: but it does, it does no, give wonder, you... no wonder we don't
0: talk to their part of the family <laughs> anymore after the Tongan incident. After the World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> But do you, do, what's the next step then? He's like, okay, well, he doesn't look like me. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, My parents aren't sure. What do you do then? Mm, well, um, he calls you back yeah. and he says, oh, I'm actually at Central Station. Uh, I've got a place to crash for a couple of days, but then I've got to move on. So is it cool if I come, have you thought about it? Can I come stay with you? I'll be like, hey,
1: um, have you got a gigs in the next couple of nights? I might come down and see you. I'll come down and we'll
0: uh, nice one. hang out, you know, we'll meet up. And he says, yeah, oh, that's great, but... Um, my first gig isn't until Friday and, you know, and it, it's Monday now, so I'll need to stay at your place Wednesday, Thursday. i would be like, um, you know what? Why don't we catch up on
1: Friday? Um, we're really busy at the house this week. We're doing some renovations. Um, but the room will be right by Friday. Um, can, if you can find somewhere to crash for the next couple of nights, that would be awesome. If you can't, let me know. I'll help you out. And, um, and then I'd like, you know, okay. I'd
0: help him out with somewhere to stay for those couple of nights. So the phone I'm rings in. half an hour later. Yeah. He's like, hey, mate, oh, look, accommodation's fallen through. I don't have the couch to stay on. Uh, look, you know, I know we never met and I had to put you out, but you said you could maybe uh, could maybe stay at your place. Yeah. Oh, like I said, look, I, the, the bedroom isn't right for the next couple of nights because of the it's What renovations are you getting done? Um, well, we just had the carpet
1: pulled well, up. That's, that's all right. I don't mind. The bed's all right, though, isn't it? No, we just had the whole room painted and we had to un- unassemble the bed. So the bed's in the living room at the moment. Well, let's drag the mattress out. Well, mate, I'm just saying <laughs> that it'll be right on. Friday. Oh no, if you don't want me to stay there, no, no, maybe am happy for you have to stay, mate. Friday, like you can come and stay on Friday. All right. Friday well, have you got? Do you know someone Have you got a friend or someone? Yeah, well, <laughs> what's not Charlie Clausen? <laughs> yeah, my mate Charlie <laughs> has this spare room where we do this stupid podcast, <laughs> and I know there is a mattress in there. <laughs> all right. So he says, no. Can you hook me up then? So, you so need he, he, he needs a place to stay. So I say, okay. Well, look, I, I, yeah, there's a place near my joint. Um,
0: I'll, I'll get you a couple of nights there at the hotel, and you can. I'm scared of hotels. Of <laughs> so you don't know this, Will, but on yeah. our side of the family, um, my uh, my two cousins died yeah. once removed from you yeah. in a hotel fire, and since then I've never been able to stay at a hotel. Oh my God, <laughs> this is horrible. Um, so you know I don't want to put you out or anything, but if you've got that mattress, you know I'm really quiet. You won't, I won't bother you.
1: Um, mate, oh, well, firstly, um, if you're going to be a stand-up, then you're going to have to stay in hotels. Like most of the job is staying in hotels. I spend more nights of the year staying in hotels than I do in my own house. So the best advice I could give to you, mate, like if you want to like really have a career in stand-up,
0: is well, I don't know on a career. I'm, I'm just testing this out, you know. Like so, you know, just really, you know, you can't sort of push me to the deep end. Just you know, if you could help me out, I'll just sleep okay. on you. You can couch sleep in a hotel something. down the road. I'll pay for it. You can sleep there. Well, I just thought because we're cousins and everything. Yeah, well, we are cousins. I'm buying a fucking hotel room for you. Yeah, but I can't stay in hotels. I'm scared of them.
1: Oh, get over your fucking
0: fear. You (laughs) pissy-ass (laughs) tongs. Oh, that's how it is. (laughs) Finally, reveal your true (laughs) colours. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. And he hangs up. Half an hour later. (laughs) Do you
1: answer? (laughs) You know what? This whole thing has been predicated on the idea that I answer my phone, which is <laughs> flawed in itself. But yes, so I answer. So Bertie, oh, okay, I guess you answer? Yeah, answer.
0: He's like, hey, man, I'm really sorry. Yeah. I'm sure you said some things that you don't want me telling the press. And <laughs> <What>? I'm sure. <laughs> it's like that, isn't it? I'm sure I've said some things that, you know. Yeah. But look, I don't want to impose. I just want to, if you could just stay there Wednesday, Wednesday night. doesn't work out. I'll go somewhere else, but, you know, it's my first time in Sydney and I'm scared of hotels. (laughs) Just let me stay Wednesday night and I'll leave. If you don't want me to stay, I'll, you know. All right. Oh! Oh, Okay. All right. Click. (laughs) (laughs) You now have, what, it's probably, what, half an hour from Central Station to to think of the best fucking story to get yourself out of this situation. Or you explain to your girlfriend that some guy... (laughs) who claims to be your second cousin who you've never met is coming to stay on your couch. What do you do in an half hour? Look, Charlie, I am
1: a nice guy and I'm a trusting guy and I would think if someone has rung me with that story, despite the little suspicions I've had about the whole fear of hotel (laughs) meets, that that I would trust that if you put good things out into the universe, good things come back to you and that it would indeed be my uh, second cousin and we would have a, a wonderful bond and a wonderful friendship. Um, or I would burn down the house,
0: <laughs> rip the number off the front gate,
1: and practice. Nobody here but it's chickens.
0: Okay. Yep. Doorbell rings. <laughs> oh fuck! <is> it? <laughs> it's up. It's been oh. half an hour. Oh, no. You got so freaked out, you smoked a <laughs> bong because you thought you need to take the edge off. You passed out, and you've woken up, and there's bing boom. You've never, you don't have a doorbell, there's this. Is. <laughs>
1: I'd like Hello?
0: The, I like the idea that he actually has a, a doorbell app
1: yeah. on his phone and he's actually just rung that yeah. outside my app. Okay, so I'll go over and open the door.
0: Okay. And, you know, it's who you saw on Facebook. Yeah. Nice guy. You get on pretty well. Yep. You say you've got work to do. He's happy to just to kind of get set up. He's got his laptop. He's mm-hmm. going to sort of, you know, make books and gigs. So you leave it, it's fine. Yep. Come out a couple hours later, it's dinner time. Amy's home. It's all yeah. fine. She actually quite likes him. They're getting on okay. Yeah. You order some takeout. Everything's going fine. You yeah. think, you know what? Amy has to stay the one night. Exactly. It's not so hard. Not so hard. So you and Amy go to bed. You're about to go to sleep. You hear the TV gone. Yeah. All of a sudden you hear porno <laughs> coming from the TV. He's you bought get porn on my TV? No, he's bought a DVD. Oh,
1: okay.
0: And it's not like <laughs> offensive porn. Like there's nothing that would make you go up, but it's porn. Yeah. It may even be R rated porn. It's a mm. sound of like, you know, sex yep. and like maybe bad music and stuff. Yep. And it's quite loud. Right. <laughs> Amy rolls over and says, Is that porn?
1: And I say, oh, How would I know? I'm not sure what that is.
0: And she says, Did you know he was, was to for that? And you say, No. And then she says, You have to go talk to him.
1: I say, Well, I might wait for him to finish. <laughs> Okay. I so feel, I feel like I feel like nothing's gonna be improved by me walking out in the middle of this. You know what I mean? Let's just wait until the sound goes down, the T V goes off, and then yes, at that point I will
0: definitely go out there and have a chat with him. Okay. It goes on for an hour. It's a really long porno. He may have even put another one in, like put two discs back to back. So you you hear it stop, but then it starts up again. It's another half hour. And you two are just lying there, eyes staring at the ceiling. Finally, click. It's all quiet. You get up? I get up. And I say mate, firstly. Well, you walk in and he's just lying under a blanket. Yeah. (laughs) Can't see his hands. (laughs) He's just head on a pillow. And the 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 cat
1: is stuck to the wall. (laughs) 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 My cat... Looks like that scene from Something About Mary. (laughs) It's whiskers, just straight up (laughs) over its face.
0: Like it's been in a wind tunnel filled with clag.
1: (laughs) It's like I've got a tiny, furry vanilla ice running
0: (laughs) around the house. Okay, so you walk
1: out. Yeah.
0: And I say, (laughs) say, say, Dude.
1: Yeah. um, Firstly. Congratulations on your stamina. <laughs> Secondly, um, hey, I know we're all, you know, we, but we heard the TV and it's just a bit loud for Amy and I and, you know, and you're just crashing here and, you know, I don't want to be painting the arse about this because, hey, we're all cool. Everything's cool. Everyone, <laughs> what everyone does is cool, man. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm going to get in trouble with the missus if you, you know, watch porn for hours. And, yeah.
0: So he said, oh, Sorry. I actually, I'm really embarrassed. I'm actually kind of hard of hearing. He's gone, I didn't actually know I was up that lad. I'm kind of 90% deaf in one ear. Right. So uh, I'm really sorry. I'm kind of embarrassed yeah. about that. Um, am I called to still stay? Right. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I'm not yeah, gonna, that's okay. I'm not going like, okay. to kick a disabled guy out in the <laughs> street in the middle of the night. Okay, so you yeah. say, yeah, it's cool to stay? It's cool to stay, man. And he says, all right, thanks, man, thanks. Yeah. And then you notice... As he's talking to you, he's been stroking himself under <laughs> the blanket the whole time. So he has an erection. Yeah. And you can see it. Yeah. You look down, full mast, rubbing his erection. What do you say?
1: I'm flattered. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really get a standing ovation, mate. And it's been a pleasure to have one here tonight. But uh, this is... Um, hi. Hey, whatever's cool, whatever's cool, but I'm going to go back to bed now.
0: Really? Yeah. You don't, that's it. You just, you so you acknowledge it. Yeah. And then you just leave. Yeah. You don't ignore it? No. Well, I do ignore it. Okay. So. Well, I I just like, I I slightly acknowledge it. I don't go, you know, awesome
1: erection. Yeah. Or anything. I just like,
0: you know, and then I. Okay. So you go to leave. Yeah. As you get to the door, he stops you. (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) How? We like my calling your name. Oh god, I was gonna say he says, well, this ninja bouncer tricks <laughs> He says, Well, you turn around, <sighs> he whips the blanket off yes. and he points to his penis yeah. and he says, Hubba Bubba gum
1: <laughs> What does he
0: say? <laughs> Hubba Bubba gum. It's just a
1: thing he says when he wants oral <laughs> sex. I wouldn't know that that's what he meant, Charlie. He's pointing at his penis saying hubba-bubba-gum. Yeah. I would think maybe he's about to blow hubba bubba, gum out of his penis. Like that maybe he's about to do some trick, that maybe this is his closer in his comedy act is he finishes his <laughs> act by dropping his pants. And then masturbating, and then like like, Ejaculating. like like you're pumping up a footy, like the masturbation pumps up this hubba Bubba <laughs> and it blows like a, a bubble out of the end of his cock. I and i be like, you know what? Fuck you, puppetry of the penis. This is the new show <laughs> that I'm putting on Broadway. Like if I knew a guy, whatever his stage name wants to be, and he could blow bubbles out of his cock, you you'd could put that on that. stage. Yeah, you'd make, make a fortune. I'd make a fortune. I make more money out of him blowing hubba bubba. Bubbles out of his cot so than I've ever made. So, him so where some career.
0: people are seeing depravity, you're seeing opportunity. opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He doesn't say hubba-bubba-gum, mm. but he solicits you. Yeah. Do you kick him out now? So, what, so what does he say? He says, hey, um, hey, Anderson, wrap your laughing gear around this. <laughs> I've, uh, look, I've enjoyed what you've done with the play on words <laughs> uh, because laughing gear is a common
1: expression for your mouth. Uh, and also, I'm a person who makes my uh, living in the profession of comedy. So, bravo. Uh, bravo on the clever word player.
0: He's already unconscious. <laughs> How long it took you to say that response. It's eight hours. The sun's come up. Amy's out making breakfast. He's asleep. He's gone flaccid by this stage. That was the most long-winded fucking response ever. <laughs> but you solved the puzzle. <laughs> bore the guy to death. you got no problem. I feel, Charlie... That in situations of, you know,
1: in intense sort of like, you know, moments like that, that the best thing to do is try to remain calm and reason your way through it. <laughs> you remain slop like
0: <laughs> so calm you weren't moving.
1: I just like, sometimes I just got to reason with a guy.
0: Yeah. Like I could be like a, you know, with... Hostage negotiation. negotiator. Yeah, totally. <laughs> if, as long as the incidents just involved men holding their penis... I'd be a specialist. Threatening oral sex. I would be a specialist for those occasions. He bores them into flaccidity. Yeah, like <laughs> Horatio Kane's
1: rocked up to a crime. <laughs> and it turns out the guy's taking someone hostage and what he does is like he tries to make them have oral sex <laughs> with his hubba-bubba gum. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I don't know what to do about this one. And that's
0: ring me. I'd be the expert. Yeah. I'd be the guy. So you don't get mad at him. You don't say this is inappropriate. I uh, think it's time to leave. I probably would at that stage. I'd probably ring Justin first. <laughs> I'd be like, "Dude, never believe what my cousin you just would tried never to
1: do. believe what has just happened." Um, yeah, look. Does I mean, he stay the night? Pro- yeah, probably. Because I because you know what? <sighs> the other thing is, uh, it's the middle of the night, right? Yeah. Like I get so the things that you could get away with doing in my house, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if they happen. In the middle of the night when I've already been asleep, far outweigh things <laughs> I would let you do in my house. Uh normally. Yeah, right. But if the effort to me is that, like, you know, in this situation, I'm gonna have to kick him out, I'm gonna have to ring a cab, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to wait around awkwardly until the cab comes. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it would, would be an would be awkward the most twenty awkward minutes. Twenty minutes of your life. Oh god. Cause what do you do then? Cause you can't leave him alone. Yeah. Because you don't know what shit's going on there. So yeah. you have to kind of hang around. So you like, what, cup of tea? Yeah. And in my head, I'd be also like, I don't want to get out of this sleep zone because I'm one of those people that once you, I wake up, like, got oh, I wake awake. up at four o'clock this morning because the cat needed to go out and then I was just awake. Oh, and I it shits that. me because yeah. I can't, you know, so that's what I'd be like. In this. So I'd be doing this whole, everything that had happened up to that point, the bit where I was explaining to him about the porn, the bit where he was masturbating under the thing, the bit where I noticed the cat was stuck to the wall, the bit where like he suddenly got an erect penis and stopping me from going, and the bit where he said "Hubba Bubba Gum," and the bit where I realised that he was actually just soliciting sort of for me for oral sex. This has all happened while I'm trying to stay in that sleep, zone. sleep zone. Is that
0: why it took you so long with your response? Operating at 30% brain capacity.
1: Exactly. I'm, I'm just trying to stay asleep at that point. So anything that stops me having to, you know, make a big deal of it right then, mm. yeah, I'd probably let him stay.
0: So, all right, so he stays and then he goes yep. in the morning. Do you mention it to Amy, what happened? I mean, she knows about the porn, so it's not too far of a stretch to tell her everything, I guess. Well, the next morning she'd be like, why isn't your cousin here? No, but you said he can stay.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, so he's still there the next morning. I thought he was going to leave in the morning. Well, he's got... My going, understanding uh, was that he'll get... A, you know, yeah, but in what, in the morning what time are you
0: getting up? So you guys will be up, by the, but when he leaves... No, Amy sleeps in. I'll, I'll, I'll get up. Oh, God. So you're to <laughs> go out there again. All right. So you think the nightmare has passed. <laughs> you wake up in the morning and he's built a crucifix. He's ripped up floorboards in your house. Yeah. And he's hammering his hands into the crucifix. Right. I don't know how you haven't woken up while been building this. Let's just say he did it really, so fucking late. tired after yeah, getting it. up
1: in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. So you walk out. Uh, My neighbours are doing renovations. If I, heard, ah, okay. if I heard someone like, you know, banging wood that early in the morning, I would actually just be like, fucking yeah. neighbours, that's too early. You shouldn't be doing
0: it. Yeah. So he's managed to hammer his ankles into the, the, the bottom strut, and he's got yeah. one, he's got his right hand and he's hammering in with his left. Yeah. So you walk out in the morning. What do you say? I'm saying, look, the good news is I don't have to worry about topics for next year's festival show.
1: <laughs> I won't have to grow a beard this year and my hair will not change colour because this is a fucking gross <laughs> Secondly, what's going on, Tiger? <laughs> like, what's with the, why are you nailing yourself to? Like, this is not cool. Like, you know what you were doing earlier? Like, when you were trying to nail me with hardwood, now you're nailing yourself with hardwood. I'm not enjoying this any more than I enjoyed the thing earlier. In fact, floorboards are fucking expensive, mate. Like, they really are. And this is not cool anymore. Like, is this why you don't like hotels? Because, you know, you got in trouble? Like, what happened? Why? What are you doing?
0: So, Horatio gets taken away for whatever reason. Yeah. You, get, you know, hospital, whatever. And you never hear from him again. Do you investigate further to find out if he really was your cousin? Yes. At <laughs> that point Of yeah. course
1: Like, like what you, you think that Some guy Who said he's my second cousin Who is Tongan <laughs> who, who has the name John Walden But goes by the stage Name Bertie Gowry has come to my house, like begged to stay at my house because he was scared of hotels. Then he's come to my house. He's watched porn really late, pretended he was deaf, masturbated towards me, said, hey, hubba, bubba, gum, and then like nailed himself to my floorboards in some sort of Jesus motion. And you think, oh, well, case closed. No more investigation needed here. Moving on. Oh, it's Monday. That's a gym day.
0: Looking forward to the gym this afternoon.
1: You, I don't know. you don't I think, think I
0: would not do more investigation? I think there's a side of me that would not want to go go there or dig any deeper because you know, like, if he, how are you going to win in that situation? Like, I mean, you only win if you find out he's not related to you, I guess. But even then, it's still scary that you're randomly picked by some crazy guy. And I feel or,
1: like I feel like I've already won. What do you mean? It's like one of the greatest
0: stories of all time.
1: Like as long yeah, as you didn't get hurt. As long as no one gets hurt. Like, that's my attitude well, you, to the life is I love when things get fucked up as long as, you know, at the end of it, no one got hurt. yeah, no. I can actually really – or as long as if when something really fucked up's happening, I can kind of still go, it's all right, no one's going to die here or no one's going to no. get really seriously hurt. I quite enjoy things being fucked up.
0: I'm a real –
1: you know what I'm um, like? Because you know me. Like I, So I like the, to, the guy
0: like, nailing himself to a crucifix in the kitchen? Yeah. No one got hurt.
1: Well, you know, the thing is, if that was at a party, so I, that, that's a bit, one-on-one, that's a bit more intense, <laughs> but I'm going to honestly tell you, like, you know, this, and you will say that this is actually how I would react, because I think this is how I would react. If we were at a party, and we're sitting in the corner, ah, uh, right, and then we just hear a bit of a ruckus, you know, you can see from across the room where there's some other people, and we're just having a chat about them. and then... It seems in the in the like the living room that we can see from there that there's something weird going on with some Tongan guy who might be masturbating. <laughs> like, okay, I'm getting a bit curious this stage, but I'm still listening to what you have to say. We're talking about footy finals and yeah. new coaches and blah, blah, blah. And then I realise that he's, he's dug up a floorboard and he's about to nail himself to something. Yeah. Do you know what I would do? What? I would, like, lean into you. I would take a drag of a joint and go, check this out, this is about to get interesting. <laughs> <laughs> And then I would just sit there amused. The amount of times I've been at a party in my life and I've never, not enjoy, I've never been enjoying myself at the party until I'm sitting there and I start to see two friends about to have a fight or something about to take off or someone who's... And, and all I then do is just go... I sit back in my chair and I'm going, Oh, this is better than that. Yeah. <laughs> that is my idea of a play. If I go to something and shit starts,
0: I love to just sit back and watch shit go on. And it fucking amuses me no end. Don't you get emotionally involved? No. You can do it like some little weird scientist watching apes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, totally. That's that's exactly how I see, you know, not, I mean, obviously there are things that I get emotionally involved in. Of course, I'm a human being, but um, no, a lot of the time I just like look upon things with this amused attachment Uh, that's why i've never been good in work situations because if i see someone like you know and they're yelling like they're at work and they're yelling some at someone about some piece of work but at the end of the day i mean it was bad that the work didn't get done properly or whatever but it doesn't matter one iota too it's just kind of shitted up someone's day but they're making out like it's the biggest i just laugh like i'm just so amused by that or when somebody gets like really cross at you, like some person in some position of authority gets really angry yeah. at you about it at a restaurant or yeah. like crossing a road or whatever. I just find that shit like, yeah. really? That's how you're spending your day? You're spending your day getting angry about shit <laughs> like that? Seriously, dude.
0: Really, dude? You're going <laughs> nail to yourself, nail yourself to a cross?
1: Yeah, uh, well, mate, your decision. <laughs> but this, this should be a good night. We are <laughs> going to tell stories of this night.
0: <laughs> Let's wrap it up. All right. Um, I had
1: notes and we didn't get to them, but next time. Oh, you know. We'll get to them. Okay, cool. Um, Holy shit! Yeah. Yeah, me. I made some notes. Um, hang on. I, I well, just want, do you want to get to them? No, no. I just want to go through and see if any of the things had relation to something we talked about last week that I needed to get back to. We talked about John Deeks. Yeah. Uh, I got in trouble on 3 rw but we'll get to that on another podcast. Okay. I was their villain of the week. Awesome. Yeah, that's a little bit of a sizzle for next episode. Cool. Um. Uh.
0: And. Uh, oh, what was I going to talk about? This is hilarious. You actually have notes in front of you and you don't know. What to talk about. You don't, no, we don't need to, none of it was important. Really? No. None of it was important. Uh, Unlike uh, Bertie (laughs) Blagari, these pictures of Bertie Bligari.
1: Okay, I want to talk about one thing. Okay. One one thing before we go. Yeah, good. If you don't mind. No. Uh, Is that I returned a T-shirt of yours. Oh, yes. uh, Tonight. Yes. Yeah. And uh, this was weird for me because uh, I didn't know that it was your T-shirt. Right. Right. And...
0: <laughs> Cat vomit or car cleaning. <laughs> oh,
1: no, 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 no. Okay. No, nothing as bad as that, although now that I think about it. Oh, Jesus. So anyway, I had my second cousin. Did your second co- cousin. I had my second cousin's day and your teacher happened to be right next to his bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Um, yesterday, Amy, the reason that... Um, uh, I needed to return the T-shirt, is that Amy, my girlfriend, had, had borrowed it, Yeah. your T-shirt. And yesterday she was wearing the T-shirt, which probably is in strict contravenance of the... No, no, no. When you had the T-shirt, you wear it. Is that all right? I think so. Is that okay? Yeah. Because I wondered if in that situation, what you're meant to do is wear it home or whatever it is, the reason you need yeah. to buy the T-shirt, and then
0: I, think, I think with jackets, it's a wear at home, but don't wear it out. Yeah. But T-shirts. I mean, T-shirts like a pullover, you know, it's like a... Right, so to you just figure it. as long as she had it. As long as it's not fancy, she could wear it. Well, no, as long as it's not fancy. Like if I, if she, you know, had borrowed like an expensive leather jacket, I wouldn't want her like because she mm. may lose it or damage it. But yep. a T-shirt's a t-shirt. Okay. So you hang on to that.
1: All right. Well, yesterday she was wearing a t-shirt. Yeah. And my uh, expensive leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and my hat.
0: And she's walking My name's Charlie. I do a podcast.
1: I <laughs> uh, put all this charcoal on her face, <laughs> and it looked exactly like your beard. Um, no, she, uh, she, she looked really good. She looked really, really good in your t shirt. (laughs) And I didn't Mm. know it was your t shirt. And I actually said to her yesterday, I was like, oh my God, you look so good in that t shirt. And I was sexually attracted to her, but I was also slightly sexually attracted to the t shirt. Because the t shirt was the thing that, like, because I'm always attracted to her, obviously, that's, you know. But like that day in particular, I was
0: like, what? T shirt was flaky. I am
1: more attracted to you than I was yesterday. And it's because of that T-shirt. Mm-hmm. So part of that attraction, Charlie, is in that
0: T-shirt. So when I put that on, I'm going to feel your well, lustful gaze. <laughs> this,
1: is, this is what I worry <laughs> All about All of a sudden,
0: now. I'll be like getting out of the shower and I'll just hear your car like idling down the street creepily.
1: Well, I think yesterday, like, you know, when she was wearing it, at some stage I probably smelt her or smelt around the T-shirt. I mean, not in some weird way, but just like, Describe you know. Describe the
0: t-shirt for people because you might be thinking it's like out there that's an awesome t-shirt. It's just a t-shirt. It's just like a, uh, like a one, red t-shirt with orange stripes. Did you say red?
1: Yeah. Do you think it's
0: red? Or brown, maroon.
1: Oh, okay. Maroon. Yeah. Because yeah. I said to her tonight when I was returning it, I, I said, oh, you know, do you have Charlie's t-shirt? And she said, oh yeah, it's that one I was wearing yesterday. And I went and got it and I went, oh, this purple one? And she went maroon. Ah. Uh, so, yeah, guy, but maroon. maroon, red, purple, same shit. Yeah, same shit. Whatever, man. Say. <laughs> hey. Two <too> colorblind guys. <laughs> I'm colorblind, Charlie, to the races of the world. I
0: love that movie, Avatar. All those green people running around.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, well, don't go and say the Smurfs. Same movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, anyway. Um, yeah, so, when I was bringing it here tonight, at one stage, like I grabbed it. And I was like, I think I smelt this T-shirt yesterday. And now I'm going to give it back to Charlie and he's going to wear this T-shirt that I smelt. Yeah, that's a bit weird. That's weird. So next time oh, you're no. in that T-shirt, I wonder if I'm going to be... <laughs> next time you come over, I'm going to be on the, to
0: on the couch <laughs> slowly masturbating under a blanket. I'll say, I will. Hubba-bubba. <laughs>
1: and I'll be like, put the T-shirt on. And I'm in. <laughs> it's gross. That's really creepy. That is I really, to wash really that. creepy and gross. I don't,
0: I don't know if there's like a volcano... Uh, a, a lava setting on my washing machine but I'm going to have to wash the T-shirt at that temperature.
1: Gemma just comes home and you're by the sink with the T-shirt like Lady Macbeth. Yeah, this won't come out. It won't come out.
0: Uh, yeah, that's right. Lady Macbeth, motherfuckers. They're literate. <laughs> it's not all Police Academy.
1: <laughs> it's not like we've made the most obscure Shakespeare reference of all time,
0: though, is it? I mean, oh, no, I think that's pretty... I'd say that's a medium get. Like, you know, to be or not to be or Romeo, Romeo, that's your fucking easy get, I think. Okay, so if-, if
1: Out, it was, out, damn spot. If it was someone, let's use the wrestling analogy for the five people who enjoyed the wrestling talk last time. Yeah. Uh, so a friend of yours says, hey, I'm really into wrestling. Yeah. And then they reference. So let's just say that to be or not to be is like Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And uh, what what was the other one that you
0: uh, uh, Romeo like, Romeo is where oh, like, what the rocks calling. yeah
1: so that's the yeah. rock okay yeah. so they're you two like most you know, famous most famous ones and yeah. the most famous people yeah. who, who said them you know them yeah where does Lady Macbeth without out damn spot who, who is she in oh, the wrestling that's of like
0: what? a Ted DiBiase right. like I think pretty famous really? if you if you know it but like I don't think any wrestling fans now would know Ted DiBiase but like every man has his price like I that. think
1: you've been a bit uh,
0: Uh, underscoring to Lady Macbeth I think she's
1: at least Stacey Keebler no way yeah Lady Macbeth could totally date George Clooney (laughs) like you know what I mean like she's out on the scene you know she meets Clooney at some parties like oh my god are you Lady Macbeth he likes her because she's a bit dark and you know she got fucked up with Macbeth and he's like a kind of wild and crazy guy you know maybe I just would have thought
0: that she wasn't I would have thought Ted DiBiase was more famous than she was yeah but people know who she is still because she's dating George Clooney yeah right so, why did me Mc- I mean, so why it- did Macbeth's famous? Because
1: she dated Macbeth. Enjoyed- <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm confused you know, Macbeth was 90s. like the. The guy. And Lady Macbeth was like a, you know, yeah. well-known, but like a famous girlfriend. Villainous. And I kind of felt that like Stacey Keeble is like a famous wrestling girlfriend now. all oh, right right. So you're Clay. being a
0: literal because it's Lady Macbeth. I thought yep. you actually meant as in the play. I was getting confused. I thought you meant where does Macbeth rank in terms of like Oh, you fame? know, I
1: understand that's where we kind of started. I just wandered a little yeah. bit. <laughs> as we <laughs> tend to do on this show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It wasn't a precise thing, Charlie. I didn't <laughs> need charts. <laughs>
0: I'm going to bring in the cast of Goodwill Hunting to break it down.
1: Uh, I, I want to plug a couple of things. Uh, firstly, um, get on Twitter. There's so many weird and wonderful ToeFop related. Now, we have our um, uh, Twitter, which is... TweetFop. And then there's uh, Tofop quotes. So if there's anything from the show... That you thought was funny or whatever, tag it tofop quotes on Twitter, and the person who runs the tofop quotes quote site retweets stuff, yeah. and I really like looking
0: at that. And there's a Tumblr page as well, tofop quotes Tumblr, which is also really good. It's more like long-form quotes. It's actually uh, not to take anything away from tofop quotes on Twitter, but the Tumblr one you get more context yeah. <laughs> because sometimes when you read those 140 character quotes, you're like, what the fuck? Oh yeah. But on Tumblr they can put down like a whole exchange, like, ah, oh, so that's why they're talking about Police Academy. Yeah, uh, no,
1: <laughs> I just always forget that Tumblr is a thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I, it's like one of those things that I'm like, like it's a car that Batman
0: drives oh, and that's I like, it
1: I would love to be into Tumblr because like occasionally mm. I, I come across a really cool Tumblr and I'm like oh Tumblr's a cool thing Yeah. but then I forget that it's a thing
0: yeah it's like yeah it's like the, like a Toyota Corolla mm. when everyone's driving a Nissan XA <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my god I did not that this has been the night of the before. terrible <laughs>
0: metaphors <laughs> Lady Macbeth Tasty Keebler
1: there's a new one on Twitter which is one of my absolute favourites which is Facts. Oh, yeah, And it's like facts, things that we have said on this show at, as facts over the course of this show. And you look back on the ridiculous things we have said as facts and its it, it blew my mind. So um, they're all there. Uh, hit us on our Facebook page if you want to um, post anything or have a conversation about anything there. I'm doing some shows. Um, I've got one more week left in Sydney at the Sydney Comedy Store and then I'm up to uh, Rockhampton and Townsville and Perth and... To, uh, lots of other places so uh, willanderson.com.au if uh, people want to come along to those things
0: and are we going to are we going to make it next week we've been busy lately. I know this it's not is just like... you for once like we've both been busy it's been yeah. hard to meet we need to apologise yeah. I know we say Sunday nights but it's been hard to get together last couple of weeks. This is like the longest gap we've had when we've both been in the same place. Mm. When we did make plans, we had made two or three plans that we just yeah. had to scrap because it was impossible. Yeah. Right. Um.
1: But we'll try. We'll yeah. just give it a crap. It may be a
0: bit irregular yeah. for a couple of weeks. So just bear with us.
1: We'll try our best. But to make up for it, uh, at the end of this episode, you will hear an amazing outro by John Deeks.
0: I'm Charlie Clausen.
1: I'm Will Anderson. And now, sadly, it's time to say goodbye from Will and Charlie. TOFOP is an Anderson-Clawson production for the World Wide Web. No part of this program may be reproduced without written consent from the producers.
0: So till next time, teabaggers, when we welcome you back into Charlie's Lounge Room, it's bye for now. This is John Deek speaking.